We're getting ready for more baseball on a nice Saturday afternoon. A good afternoon again. I'm Chris Conley. Game two of our doubleheader between D.C. Everest and Appleton North. Appleton North pushed a run ahead in the seventh, and the Evergreens left the tying run stranded at second base. The Lightning won the first game 5-4. to four. Josh Hopkins will start for the D.C. Everest Evergreens in game two. We'll give you the Everest batting order when we come up in the bottom half of the first. Here is the Appleton North order that Josh Hopkins, the senior right-hander, will face. Garrett Hippos played in the first game, and he'll lead off and play shortstop for North. Trent Mullins in center field, batting second. Griffin Smith, who came on and got the save in the seventh inning, plays third base and will bat third. Caden Pop is the right fielder. Uh, he's the DH, beg your pardon. He's DHing for the right fielder, Drew Simon. Caden Pop DHs and bats fourth. Ben Tomasetti's at first base for the Lightning, batting fifth. Brandon Pop, new catcher, catching and batting sixth. Blake Davies, new second baseman, will bat seventh. Ben Isom, who worked the middle innings and turns out to be the winning pitcher in game one. Isom plays left field now and will hit eighth. And Drew Friend, the pitcher, will bat ninth for the Lightning. Again, the Lightning, who will again be the visiting team in game two of the doubleheader. Heat pass Mullen Smith, Pop Tomasetti Papsch, Davies Isom, and Friend. Evergreen's defense behind Josh Hopkins. Brock Babish is in left. Elijah Schmidt's in center. Hayden Davidowski's in right. The Everest infield, Nate Langbin plays third. Kyler Soppy moves to the other side of the bag and plays short. Chris Wiesman's the second baseman, and Wyatt Miles plays first. Nick Cotter catching, and here's Josh Hopkins' first pitch. It's down low to Garrett Hiptas, and our second game is underway. The Evergreens, deciding that the yellow uniforms were not lucky, have changed to their home black with the green numerals and white trim for game two. Fouled off, one ball and one strike. First game played quickly, and we appreciate that. One hour and 58 minutes. Tick, tick, tick. Hopefully the game two will move right along as well. 1-1 one, one pitch from Hopkins. That's outside, two balls and a strike. The Evergreens need this game to slide into the win column to stay above 500. And no shame in losing to a good team like Appleton North. And this ball is hit to the shortstop. Soppy's got it. Big throw. Nice play. Soppy shows some range moving to his left. And Garrett Heaptas with that ball sharply is the first out. Trent Mullen. Trent Mullen will take his turn playing in both games of this twin bill. Again, the team we're missing is Eau Claire Memorial, and it's understandable. Eau Claire Memorial had to beg out of this triangular because they had conference games that were rained out towards the end of last week. First ball swinging, and Trent Mullen has fouled it off for strike one. Josh Hopkins, the Evergreen starter, senior, one win and one loss. His first start of the year was down at that Wapan tournament, outside corner, strike two. Didn't pitch very well in that game. And then came back in his second win much, much better. He's had a start since then where he's been no decisioned. Curve up high, one ball and two strikes. 
Evergreen's committed three errors in the first game, so the defense has still been a sometimes thing for Everest. So that was a competitive, that was an entertaining first game. Curveball here, strike three, sit him down. Find the outside corner, and Trent Mullins, a strikeout victim. Third baseman, number six. Two outs and none on for Griffin Smith. Smith worked the seventh, got a save. Left that runner stranded at second base. Evergreen's in that seventh inning of the first game. First ball swinging. That's a fair ball down the left field side. Coming over to cut it off is Brock Babish. It's a long single for Griffin Smith with two outs. Yeah, in the first game of the doubleheader, the seventh inning with the Evergreens trailing by one started with Wyatt Miles getting hit. Drilled hard in the leg. Evergreen sacrificed him over to second base, but were unable to pick him up. So the Evergreens played for that one single run, just didn't work out. Two outs and a man at first for Caden Pop, who is first ball swinging and swings and misses. Appleton North, year in, year out. Nice baseball program. Right there with the fastball, strike two. Yeah, Josh Hopkins, we want him to throw strikes. Stay ahead, be efficient. Brock Babish worked six innings in the first game, came up against his pitch count. We'll probably see Brock again on Thursday. Pitch is up high there, one ball and two strikes. Nate Langman came on and pitched the seventh, which tells you how much the Evergreens wanted it. Used quality starting pitching in relief for the seventh. Nate Langbin took the loss, allowing two infield hits. But Langbin's pitch count was low, so he's still eligible. Hit to the third baseman, fielded there and thrown across. Nice play for Nate Langbin at third, and the inning comes to an end. Appleton North does not score. The Evergreens are coming up. We'll give you their starting lineup, see if the Evergreens can get off to a good start in game two when we come right back on 93-9, the game. Welcome back to Simon Field. You could probably hear the groan from the Everest fans when they look at the opposing pitcher, Damon Frond, a left-hander. The Evergreens have struggled hitting left-handed pitching. Here's the Everest batting order. Kyler Sapi will lead off and play shortstop. Nate Langbin, the second baseman, moves up to hit second in the lineup. Brock Babish is in left field third. Mitch Danielski will DH and will hit for Josh Hopkins. Danielski hits fourth. Nick Cotter, who had two hits in the first game of the doubleheader, moves up in the lineup to fifth. Wyatt Miles plays first base and will hit sixth. Chris Wiesman's the second baseman. He'll hit seventh. Elijah Schmidt gets the starting game two in center field eighth, and Hayden Davidowski's in right field ninth. For the home evergreens, back in black for game two, Sapi Langbin-Babish, Danielski-Cotter-Miles, Wiesman-Schmidt, 
and Davidowski. Quickly set the defense behind the senior pitcher, Damon Friend. Ben Isom's in left, Trent Mullins in center, and Drew Simon is in right. Griffin Smith is the third baseman, Garrett Hiptas the shortstop, Blake Davies, new second baseman for game two of the doubleheader, and Ben Tomasetti's at first. Brayden Popsch, new catcher, and Damon Freund is ready to go to Kyler Sapi. Lefty's first pitch is up high, ball one to Sapi. Sapi had a hit and scored in the first game of this doubleheader. But Sapi was one for three, which brings him just below 400 as we start play in this second game. Pitches down low. In fact, since math is not my strong suit, I will have to reach for the reliable in-phone calculator app. Two balls and no strikes to Sapi. Takes that on the inside corner. Yeah, let's see. Um, 20 of 50, I can do that. Sapi is right at 400. See, the math was easy. This has popped up. Foul ground, going to get out of play. Right, Sapi hitting exactly 400 as this game begins. You know what? Kyler's going to have a great chance of finishing above the 400 mark for the year. You know why? He, he, he's going to fist. Uh, he's going to feast on, on Merrill and Marshfield pitching. I mean, the Evergreens have two, a 500 and a below 500 team for the final three games. I think there are hits for Kyler Sapi. This is fouled back towards the silver sedan. Just missed. Two balls and two strikes. Right there it is. We see that foul ball. It's up against the curb on the far side of the street. Soppy's waiting on a 2-2 pitch from Friend coming home. Fouls off a pitch that, mm, that was up at his shoulders. That pitch was a ball. Soppy helps the pitcher out. We stay at two balls and two strikes. Did the Evergreens play poorly in game one? No. No, they were kind of snake bitten in that seventh inning. Again, Appleton North needed three hits to get the winning run in in the seventh, and two of them didn't leave the infield. So that's a little unlucky. 2-2 two, two pitch, curve, fly ball. I got under it. To shallow right field, it's the second baseman going out. Blake Davies makes the catch, and Kyler Soppy is the first out. Third baseman. Here's Nate Langman. Nate hit safely in the first game of the doubleheader. Nate Langbin plays third base, and I think this is not by accident. Wyatt Miles was, was hit in the seventh inning while he was at bat. Hit hard, had the ice between games, and Wyatt Miles plays first base today because I'm not sure what Wyatt's mobility is going to be like. Swing and a miss to start off Nate Langbin, strike one. So we put him in a spot where he's going to be stationary. This ball is hit to the right side. Second baseman Davies handles the grounder, and Nate Langman is out. Two up and two down, Brock Babish. Number four, Brock Babish. Brock had a hit in the first game, 
but with two outs and that runner on second, Brock was the final out in game one of the doubleheader two. Struck out. Graduation day draws near for Brock Babish and a great high school sports career. Brock Babish, solid running back for the football team, solid pitcher for the baseball team. Not sure what Brock does during the winter if he wrestled or, or no baseball, so maybe just a winter off. Ball one is high and away for Brock Babish. That's down low, two balls and no strikes to Brock. Again, even when he's not pitching, Brock's hitting above 300, so you've got to keep the bat in the lineup. He'll play left field in this game, game two of our doubleheader. Two balls and no strikes. Got under this. Fly to center field. Calling is Trent Mullen. He makes the catch, and that's a three-up, three-down inning. So the Evergreens, again, do nothing with the lefty, which has been the story so far this season. One inning complete. Appleton North nothing, D.C. Everest nothing on 93-9 the game. Top of the second is on in a scoreless game. Josh Hopkins is completing his warm-up tosses. And then he'll face five, six, and seven in the Appleton North batting order. Appleton North brought only one set of jerseys over. Kind of light cream colored with white numerals. Lightning in script across the front. Ben Tomasetti. Left-handed batting Ben Tomasetti to lead off here in the second. Strike one, no, just outside, ball one. Josh Hopkins close on the first pitch to Tomasetti. Josh Hopkins all season has been working on that beard. It's been filling out from the beginning to the end. Line to center, Elijah Schmidt didn't have to move a bit. Elijah Schmidt had him played perfectly. Tomasetti is lined out for the first out. I mean, that Hopkins beard is not as good, say, as a Brock Babish beard. Here's Brendan Popsch taking his first at-bat of the afternoon. First ball swinging, and it's up the third baseline foul. Appleton North has the luxury of using different catchers for both halves of the doubleheader. No such luck for Nick Cotter and the Evergreens. 0-1 pitch. Curve is way inside. And it's one ball and a strike. One and one, yes. Playing the top of the second in game two of our doubleheader. 
This is a line drive hit down the left field side. That is in the corner, but foul. One and two, nothing but a long strike. Nice to see everybody getting a chance to play. I believe Appleton North, they brought their JVs over, right? They're playing up the road at the middle school. Sure are. One-two pitch. Hit on the ground to third. Langbin bobbles it. There'll be no play. Had to move to his left side. That's going to be an error on Nate Langbin. Playing third base in game two, and there's a one-out base runner. And a courtesy runner comes out. You know, even if they did tell us who it was, the white on the very light cream-colored jerseys makes it hard for us to see the numbers. Blake Davies to hit after the infield error. Boy, that looked close. Judged to be just outside. Ball one. Hopkins has had pretty good control. I mean, even when he's missed, he's been close. A ball and no strikes. Fouled off. Back to the catcher's mitt, one and one. Yeah, Hopkins looks like he's bringing the good stuff here. We're scoreless in the top of the second. Appleton North had a hit in the first, unable to move him beyond first base. Got a runner on here thanks to an error with one out. Big lead. Hit on the ground to third. Langbin over to second. There's one. No relay. Ball was hit slow and on the infield grass, so it's going to be hard to turn two. Davies reaches on a fielder's choice, and the Evergreens are able to get the lead runner. Two outs. Man on first, Ben Isom. Isom worked the fourth, fifth, and sixth innings of game one. Gave up the lead. Appleton North got it back in the seventh. And got Ben off the hook. In fact, you know what? Isom was still the pitcher of record at that point. First ball swinging down the left field side foul. Yeah, Isom was the winning pitcher in, in game one. Because that run in the seventh, yeah, it belonged to him. Came in with his team leading 4-2. to two. Evergreens came back, tied that game 4-4 before falling 5-4. to four. So North has the first game of the doubleheader in their back pocket. 0-1 pitch. Curve up high, 1-1. One one. No baseball on Sunday, of course. Monday, we're up in Merrill. Come to the other athletic park where the Blue Jays will be hosting the Evergreens. Hopkins comes set, his 1-1 pitch. Took something off. Boy, Hopkins wants that outside corner, and those look like pretty good pitches, but that's twice been called outside. Two balls and one strike. Well, I mean, Blue's so much closer than us. He must know. 2-1 pitch and fouled back. The count evens at 2-2 two two with two outs. Now, I believe by the time today is done, the seedings will be out for baseball playoffs, which begin what? Not next week, but the week after. Evergreens will be playing somewhere Tuesday, probably on the road. 2-2 pitch, foul back again. The Evergreen sectional this year extends from central Wisconsin further west. You go all the way west, Hudson's in our sectional. Those Eau Claire schools are in the sectional too. 
and Spash, too. So this seems like it's going to be a tough seeding meeting because a lot of those are just traditionally good baseball programs. 2-2 pitch. Come on, Blue. <laughs> Judge to be a little high, and the count goes full. Strike zone looks a little bit tight here. Three-two pitch. Runners going. Boy, that was going to be ball four. Instead, it's popped up to right field, and Hayden Davidowski makes the catch. So Ben Isom could have been on first if he was a little more selective. The flyout brings the inning to a close. We'll go to the bottom of the second, and it's no score between Appleton North and D.C. Everest on 93.9 The Game. Going to the bottom of the second, 0-0 in game two of the doubleheader. Just curious, does a computer seed the baseball teams like we're switching to some sports, or the coaches still meet and hash it out? Coaches meet. Hmm. You know, there was so much cloak and dagger with seeding the football tournaments. <laughs> we needed a computer to do that. One of the problems, though, know, in the Wisconsin Valley Conference or, or the Valley Football Association, some of the teams are Division One, and some of the teams are Division Two. So, like, for the Division One seeding meeting, you're always outvoted. You come in, you're mixed in with, say, a conference from the Green Bay area where they're all Division One schools. And, I mean, the coaches over there kind of just set up how they want the bracket to be. So, computer does it now. Now to the bottom of the second, Mitch Danielski ready to go against Damon Friend. Mitch had a hit in the first game and had a couple of line drive outs, too. So here's Mitch Danielski for the Evergreens. Evergreens went three up, three down in their half of the first. On the bat here in the second, Friends first pitch twisted that ball up high, ball one. Blue Jays Monday, home against Marshfield Tuesday, road against Marshfield Thursday. And the Evergreens are still deciding if they'll add a game on Friday, a non-conference game before going to the playoffs. That's fouled back, one ball and one strike. First game, back and forth, lead changes. Evergreens led 1-0 in 2-1, trailed 4-2, tied the game 4-4, and then fell 5-4. Danielski pops up. Foul ground, is there room for a play? Yeah, first baseman's got this in foul territory, and there's the first out. Ben Tomasetti retires Mitch Danielski. Here's Nick Cotter. Number seven, Nick Cotter. Nick Cotter in the first game, line drive hit his fifth of the season, and an infield hit his sixth of the season. So getting Nick Cotter going. Yeah, 
6 of 43 for the season. First pitch to Cotter is up high. Cotter had a chance, had an at-bat in the sixth inning with the game tied. Couldn't get that, looking for that third hit. The third hit was not to be in game one of the doubleheader. Yeah, the Evergreens had chances in the sixth and the seventh. Could not cash him in. Cotter here hit down the left field line. That is a foul ball. Ball and a strike for Nick Cotter. Again, the Evergreens need Nick. He's their catcher. So, I mean, anything that you can get at the plate from Nick Cotter is a bonus. Now waiting on a one-and-one pitch after the long fly foul. Friend comes set. Curve is in for strike two. One and two. Friend almost looks like you'd want to keep an eye on this. Kind of like rocks back and forth onto the rubber. Once you tow the rubber and begin your motion, you can't leave it. Slow roller to the third base side. It'll be a tough play. Throw over to first. Yeah, Nick Cotter's out by a step. Griffin Smith has just thrown out Nick Cotter. You don't know what now. Our expert pitching coaches, especially Greg Langman. Greg Langman's going to be watching that. Damon Friend almost looks like he loses contact with the rubber within his motion. Watch it here as Wyatt Miles takes his turn. This is lefty versus lefty. Yeah, you know what? He starts his motion and picks his foot up off the rubber through strike one. He did it there. In fact, it was noticeable. Once you're in your motion, that back, that back foot needs to stay in contact. See if he does it again. Uh, sort of, not as pronounced, curve, strike two, no balls and two strikes. Like I said, coaches Langbin and Nielsen would be barking about it if it's any more pronounced there. 0-2 pitch. And this is, well, a hit? Well, there, Wyatt Miles, the walking wounded, has a hit up the middle on a line drive. Two-out single for the Evergreens. You know, Wyatt's got family members from out of town to see him pitch last night and here. You know, maybe he'd prefer if all the uncles from out of state stayed home. I mean, Wyatt took the loss and then took one off the shin <laughs> in the first game of this doubleheader. Here's Chris Wiesman with two outs and a base runner for the Evergreens. Coming home to Wiesman, fouled off on the first base side, strike one. I have my invite and I have RSVP'd for Wyatt Miles' graduation party. The food is great. I remember... Jackson's graduation party a couple of years ago. All fat and happy when that was done. Oh, one pitch. Curve checks his swing. It's a called strike. No balls and two strikes to Chris Wiesman. There are graduation parties today that I'm not able to make it to. <laughs> Kyle Jaglinski, graduation party today. It's going to take place, going to overlap with the baseball game. And, of course, I've got my own graduation to go to tomorrow. Call strike three on the inside corner. Chris Wiesman can't believe that that inside strike was in play, but he's seen three pitches. 
and he's out to bring the inning to a close. The Wyatt Miles single is for naught. We've played two innings, no score between D.C. Everest and Appleton North on 93-9 the game. Top of the third we go, 9-1-2 and two in the lightning batting order to face Josh Hopkins. I'm Chris Conley, glad that we get to spend lots of quality time together for the last doubleheader of the baseball season. Well, you know what, I should bite my tongue. I mean, if you make it to the sectional semifinals and finals, those are played as a triangular. That is one of the most competitive days of baseball. You'll play in the morning at whatever school is hosting the sectional. And then if you win, you got to play in the nightcap for a trip to state. I'm not sure if the Evergreens will get that far, but what would make the Evergreens interesting is the Evergreens have a lot of pitching. And you need a lot of pitching to win that triangular doubleheader in the state sectionals. Damon Frond, the starting pitcher, Throws from the left-hand side and bats from the left-hand side, too. Josh Hopkins starts him off, bouncing ball to first. Well, Wyatt Miles has to take a couple of steps over after fielding it. Yeah, Wyatt's moving around just fine. Gets over to the bag in time for the first out. To the top of the order. Garrett Hiptos to hit. Again, Garrett, too. A couple of these Appleton North players... They've got the spikes, but it looks like it's the small spikes. Inside, ball one. You know, as soon as you get a synthetic field, the first thing you have to decide is what kind of footwear will you and will you not allow. The synthetic field, you, you really need the special, the, 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 the special turf shoes. Inside, two balls and no strikes. Mom and Dad, sorry, another hundred bucks. Cha-ching. And then, of course, if you're one of the schools that, ha that hit him and there's a one-out base runner, Garrett Hiptos goes down to first base. And then if you have a synthetic infield and a grass outfield, well, I don't know, anything goes. And then what if you have a real pitcher's mound, not a synthetic pitcher's mound? See, it's complicated now. Trent Mullen struck out his first time. He'll hit with one out and a man on first. In the top of the third now, and there is no score in game two of our doubleheader. Evergreens and Lightning, big lead at first base. There's a strike. Runner retreating, not going. Wyatt Miles holds him on. Josh Hopkins looking pretty good here in the early innings of this second game. Left that one way up high. One ball and one strike. I don't know, I think this is some of the best baseball weather that we've seen. If, if you don't like it crazy hot, you like it a little more comfortable, going to be in the 60s today, winds are calm, inside, two balls and one strike. Right, a day like this could be chilly if it was windy, and it's not. 
Just makes things nice and comfortable. Springtime in Wisconsin. And you know, for all the complaining we do about our winters, we don't brag enough about our summers. 2-1 pitch. Inside-out swing and fouled into the road, just missing the Woody Station Wagon. Don't see a lot like that anymore. <laughs> Two balls and one strike. I'm not sure if he qualifies for the vintage license plates, which is usually pretty loosey-goosey here in Wisconsin. 2-2 Two -two pitches outside. Count fills up to Trent Mullen. Right. The next one is going to be to a VW microbus. 2-2 two -two pitch. Fouled back, so this is a pretty good at-bat here for Trent Mullen battling against Josh Hopkins. There's one out and a man on first. You know what? Appleton North's got a big roster. I'm looking over at that dugout. A lot, lot of kids there. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Got twelve kids there on the bench. <laughs> This is popped up in foul territory. Wyatt Miles running over in front of the dugout. You know, he held up because he didn't want to slam into the dugout at full speed, and the ball drops. So we'll stay at three balls and two strikes. Catcher Nick Cotter also was over to take a look. And Cotter's been like a human bumper car all season. Again, the big cinder block wall that makes up that first base dugout. And you don't want to be coming into that at full speed. So we stay at three balls and two strikes, and Trent Mullen's going to see another pitch. Hopkins coming home, swing, and fouled back again. This is the kind of at-bat that pumps up the pitch count for sure. Hopkins comes set, coming home again at 3-2, and lost him down low, ball four. So for the first time, we've got a runner in scoring position in this game. Third baseman. Griffin Smith singled his first time up, and he'll bat here with one out, first and second. I think the weather's going to stay cool next week. Got a couple of rain chances, but you know what? Beyond two or three days out, do they really know? Uh, they think they do. we got time for the forecast to change between now and then. First ball swinging, big fly ball to left field. Brock Babish didn't have to move much and makes the catch. There's the second out. Griffin Smith got under that. Now there are two down. And here comes Caden Pop, the DH. Caden Pop. Caden played the field in the first game, DHing for the right fielder in this spot. Yeah, Pop played second base in game one. First pitch from Hopkins, swing and a miss. Pop was out in front of that, and his hand came off the bat too. Just a telltale sign that the batter was expecting something else, was expecting the fastball and got something off speed. No balls and a strike. A hit could bring it a run to the outfield. This is a fly ball, got under it. 
Center field, Elijah Schmidt. Didn't see it at first, now has to come in, and Schmidt is there and makes the catch. The inning comes to an end. A hit batsman and a walk, but Appleton North does not score. We'll go to the bottom of the third, 0-0 on 93-9, the game. The Evergreens have 8-9-1 and one in their batting order coming up in the bottom of the third, trying to get a win against a lefty, Damon Freund. And again, because baseball is funny this way, one of the Evergreens' left-handed batters, Wyatt Miles, has the only hit for the Evergreens. Lefty to lefty, which you would think is a tough matchup, and Wyatt Miles singled into right field. Let's see what Elijah Schmidt can do here. Elijah got one at-bat in game one of the doubleheader. Elijah is 5 for 20 on the season, 250. That Preston Miller is not starting in this game tells me that Preston Miller could be asked to pitch before this second game is done. So far, though, no problems for Josh Hopkins. Pitch count seems in order. And has worked three innings of scoreless ball, so that's not bad. Here comes Elijah Schmidt. Let's see if the Evergreens can get themselves a lead here on the bat in the bottom of the third. Third baseman's playing back. I like pushing one up the third baseline here. Takes away ball one. Yeah, the Evergreens just need more production from the bottom part of their order. It's a team that's just struggled to hit this year. Swing and a miss there. One ball and one strike. It is Elijah Schmidt's senior year, too. One-one pitch. Outside. Two balls and one strike. Who's coming back next year for the Evergreens? Well, Nate Langman's a sophomore, so he'll be back. Noah Shimoleski. Got a couple of more underclassmen, Preston Miller and Kyler Soppy. And Soppy, as a junior, leads the team in hits. That ball is hit to the left side. Foul. Just on the wrong side of third base. Two balls and two strikes. So, I mean, it's an Evergreen's team that hasn't hit a lot, and most of these players are graduating. So, up comes a new bunch. That's next season. Again, Soppy can pitch. Nate Langbin can pitch. So the Evergreens have a couple of starters that are in place here. Soft fly ball behind second base. Shortstop moves back there, and Garrett Hetchas has made the catch. Elijah Schmidt is out. Right here comes Hayden Davidowski. Davidowski. Left-handed batter. Let's see what Davidowski can do in this spot. 
8 of 36. This kind of feels like a game where runs will be hard to come by. First pitch is way up high. And again, left-handed pitcher Damon Fraun has to know that he holds a lot of the cards when he's facing a left-handed batter. What a challenge here. One ball and no strikes. Checked his swing. Infield umpire says ball. Two balls, no strikes. That umpire at third base at first didn't know he was being pointed to. I know from when I umpired Little League, if you work third base, you could almost bring a lawn chair out there. There's not a lot to do when you're the third base umpire. Two balls, no strikes. Down low, 3-0 and to Davidowski. I bet Hayden's going to be asked to take a pitch here to see if the Evergreens can get themselves a base runner. Friend is coming home, and there's a strike, 3-1. and one. Simon Field looks in great shape. Got some rain, had a day to dry out. 3-1 pitch, hit to the first base side. Bobbled for a moment, Ben Tomasetti recovers and gets over to the bag. There's the second out. I understand that we have no more Diamond Dry. Doesn't Diamond Dry or Field Turf, or whatever the brand name is, doesn't that seem like the kind of thing that we could have a supply chain problem? That you could call up whoever the baseball supply store is. You know, Fields are us. And they'll tell you, uh, sorry, we're out of that. We'll be restocked during the winter. Make do with what you have. Here's a well-hit ball to center field. Kyler Soppy, but going back, having a beat on it, Trent Mullen has made the catch, and Soppy flies out on the first pitch that he sees and is 0 for 2 for the afternoon. That drops Kyler below 400 for the year. The Evergreens go 3 up, 3 down, 3 complete, and there's no score between the Lightning and Evergreens on 93-9 the game. 